I got to know of a um, article that came out uh, sometime back in, uh, in New York Times. It was about something that happens in Tokyo, Japan. So in Tokyo, Japan, the doctors, at least the majority of the doctors, um, would not inform their patients um, of a terminal illness like cancer. So when, when they encounter somebody, you know, has you know, terminal cancer, they would not let the patient know the truth. And they did that because out of politeness, you know, the Japanese way of uh, life is to be polite. And, and just out of politeness, they, they, would not, they would not share this information. And they would not do it for one other reason. According to their religious beliefs, they thought death is the end. Like in the sense, there's nothing beyond death. Death, you just go out of existence. That's it. That is their belief. Okay? So they didn't want to bring this horrible bad news to the people. So they, they would rather let them not know about it. Um, but in today's gospel, we, um, we have Jesus, on the contrary, he foresees his death. Um, we hear today from, from the Gospel of John, chapter 14. This is the night before his passing away, before his death. Um, and he, he knew this. He also knew that the people that he was going to be with, the, the 12 apostles, that they would not have a difficult life in the future. As we all know, each one, probably with, with one exception, each one of them, each one of the apostles, will die as a martyr. Jesus knew that. You know, Peter was nailed to the cross. He asked the people that, hey, don't nail me, I mean, nail me upside down. I'm not worthy to be nailed, you know, like Christ. So. So, so this, is, this is Peter. And every other apostle had a similar death. And Jesus knew this. He knew that the apostles would be fearful. But he wanted to give them words of encouragement as he was leaving. It was like um, Mother Teresa, you know, working with orphans in Kolkata, India. It is said that when she would put the orphans to sleep, she would whisper in their ears, there will be a better day. And Jesus talks about a promises, two gifts that he will send to his apostles, to his disciples. The first is the Holy Spirit. And the second is peace. So what is the Holy Spirit? Right, we could, we could define it as, some, as, some, as somebody um, who gives us the seven gifts. You know, we, we know the famous seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, especially confirmation students here. Um, I think that's gonna be on the quiz, by the way. You're gonna have a quiz, so I hope you know seven gifts. Okay, I'm just kidding. 
you don't have a quiz. But, um, but, it, but, it, but the seven gifts, so we could define the Holy Spirit um, based on the seven gifts. The scripture defines the Holy Spirit as the advocate, like we hear today in the gospel, the advocate. The Catechism of the Catholic Church has its own definition of who the Holy Spirit is. But how do we explain this to a normal person? Like, what is the common sense definition of the Holy Spirit? You know, how can you go and explain this to somebody? You don't need to be a scholar, a theologian to understand this. So we could say that it is a gift from God that took very ordinary people known as the apostles who fumbled, who were discouraged, who were arguing with each other, who's going to be the first, who did not have any special talent, and made them into people who were bold, courageous, proclaimers of the word, who willingly went out and preached the message of Jesus, even risking themselves to the point of death. They were not worried about the cost that their um, preaching would have on them. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and that legacy continues even today. And Jesus promises them that he's going to give them that gift. Our second gift is peace. You know, Jesus, in these final moments, makes peace with the apostles. You know, the apostles may have disappointed Jesus so many times. They did not understand him. Um, they did not, many times, not obedient. You know, he goes out to pray. They are sleeping. You, you know, like, so, but Jesus makes peace with them through a meal on the last day, uh, last night. He assures them, there's no reason for your hearts to be troubled. Do not be afraid. Jesus is not talking about a peace that is external, like, you know, no conflict. That's not the peace that Jesus is talking about. He's talking about an interior peace. A peace that even in the midst of conflict that we can have. So Jesus tending and caring for these people, even knowing that his, his passion, his suffering and death is coming. Right? He is human. He knows it's going to be excruciating. He knows that he will, have, he will be crowned with thorns. He will be nailed on a cross. He knows all of this. But at this moment, he's thinking about the apostles. He's not thinking about himself. He's assuring them there's no reason for them to be troubled. He, he's putting them first rather than himself. So, so in this final dialogue that he's having with the apostles, he's just giving everything to his friends. He's giving his patience, his understanding, his learning, his healing. He even tries to explain things through stories and you know, parables. Jesus is constantly giving. He's a constant giver. Here we are today on a Sunday, the disciples of Christ. Um, you know, we may have had a difficult week. We may have had, you know, a difficult time, you know, studying, working, 
you know, dealing with issues. The last thing that we can think about right now is giving, right? We want our own time, right? We want time for ourselves. Um, but Jesus gives us a great example. Even the night before he is about to die, he chooses to spend time with his friends. He chooses to give. He chooses to be generous, to be kind. We may not be able to articulate to others what the Holy Spirit is. Maybe we still cannot find the words to explain, you know, what is the Holy Spirit. But we can show who the Holy Spirit is through our actions, through our generosity, through our kindness. When they see that, they will know who the Holy Spirit is. Maybe ask for that gift today. Maybe, maybe ask for the Holy Spirit, for the peace that Jesus promised his disciples, then he promises us today. It, it is accessible to us. He wants to give it to us today as well. Um, but we may be able to show the fruits of it through our actions so that when people encounter us, they may encounter the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit, the Father and Christ himself.